We rank all 32 linebacker rooms in the NFL. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. Welcome in to the Wednesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schuber back with you here once again on the show. Hope everybody is having a great start to their Wednesday. We've got another fun one for you here today on the show. We are back into our positional rankings series. The linebacker rooms, the next group up. We've got two more defensive groups after this with corners and safeties. and We are getting closer to the end of what has been a very, very fun series for us here uh, at the TDN Daily Show. We have really enjoyed uh, the banter, uh, putting together the list, the conversation, the shows themselves. This has just been a, a wild ride. It has exceeded my expectations for what this was going to look like when we embarked on this journey a few short weeks ago. So this has been a lot of fun, and I think the fun is going to continue here today uh, because I said it in the pre-show. Uh, I said it in the TDN Premium Discord. I hate the list. Hate everything about this list. I hated doing the list. Hate the way the list looks. Hate the way that we're probably going to change it 47 times between now and the end of the show. Hate every single thing about the list. And I've done something that I have never done in doing these lists. I have it tiered. I have it segmented out. So like when I when I felt that there was a really, really clear tier break, I did the tier break. Um, I still have it 1 through 32, but there are big spaces in between where teams sit. Um, and so I think that might have helped me. It might also cause more problems because you might... You might not just get upset at the 1 through 32, but you might get upset at the tiers when we go to the full screen and you guys can actually see the list um, in all of its all of its glory. So, okay, I think in order for us to for this to be educational, for this to be informative, for this to be everything we wanted to be here today on the show. And hello to the live YouTube chat that is hanging out with us and is ready. There have been promises uh, to not bully me from some people in the chat. Other people in the chat have not been willing to make that promise. So this is going to be a wild roller coaster ride of emotions here on the show for the live YouTube chat. I think the best way we can attack this is I'm going to read it to you in the chunks that I have it. And if we feel comfortable with the chunks, we lock in the chunks. Because I think if not, this is going to get chaotic. We're going to be all over the place. Because I think this really truly is the position so far that teams can move all over the place. And so that's the way we're going to try to start this. If it devolves into, into chaos, then then so be it. Colton says the Cardinals bottom tier, but not worst. I'm happy. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised where I have the Arizona Cardinals, Colton. We have a chunk of three at the top, our, our top tier. We have the San Francisco 49ers at number one. We have the Seattle Seahawks at number two. And we have the Carolina Panthers at number three. So our top tier, and I think there's a tier break here, after this group. So our top three teams in order are the San Francisco 49ers 1, the Seattle Seahawks 2, and the Carolina Panthers 3. And I think there is a tier break after this. I think you look at Warner and Greenlaw, you could probably make that a tier in and of itself in San Francisco. But I think Wagner and Brooks is a good enough combo. And I think Thompson and Frankie Louvu is a good enough combo in Carolina to keep these, these teams uh, close together. So I have San Francisco 1, Seattle 2, Carolina 3. If there are any complaints about a team not being in that top 3, we, this is where we could we could have it out, but I have this as a, as a tier, and then I have a break, and then these are the next four teams that are on this list. Colton, we're only talking about off-ball linebackers. So inside linebackers, middle, line, middle linebackers, just non-pass rush 
players at this position. Ravens and Bears hate Israel. Tate, I've got the Bears at number four. So just before you get the pitchforks out and ready to go, the Bears are number four. Um, there is nobody that loves the Baltimore Ravens group more than I do. I'm a Patrick Queen stan. Um, but I think the jury is still out on what kind of player Patrick Queen can be. And so I think they're ranked pretty appropriately. But we have the Bears at four. We have the Saints at five. We have the Chiefs at six. The Dolphins at seven. And then that's the end of this tier. We got four teams in this bucket. And then to round out the top 10, we have another tier inside the top 10. We have the Indianapolis Colts, eight. We have the Green Bay Packers, nine. And then we have those Baltimore Ravens, 10, to close out the top 10. So that is the way the top 10 sets up. Three tiers, San Francisco, Seattle, Carolina in the top tier. The second tier, the Bears, Saints, Chiefs, and Dolphins, four through seven. And then we've got the Colts, Packers, and Ravens. And so I think we're going to stop the list right here, one through 10. And we're going to have these debates. We're going to hash it out right now. If there's a team that we want to move up, if there's a team that's not inside the top 10, that people think need to get in the top 10, we are going to have these debates right now. So I pass the baton over to you here in the YouTube chat for you to be able to, to, to get your gripes out now, to get the pitchforks out. I know Bailey's already upset with me because I only have the Bears four probably. But you can go ahead and get the pitchforks out now. Let's, let's have this out so we can lock in the top 10. Because again, I think if we don't start locking stuff in, this is going to get chaotic. This was a group that was very, very hard to put together. And I have two tiers at the back that are at least seven or eight teams deep. And so that's where I think a lot of the debate is going to be because of the fluidity of those tiers. And so that's kind of where I want to spend a lot of the time because we normally do spend a lot of time on this show debating the middle tiers. And so that's what I want to do. So if there are any major objections to what we have in the top 10, I'd like to hear them out right now. Um, I think if there were some conversations, Baltimore moving up is one that we could have. Um, the Colts. The Colts are a team that I I I feel like I'm lower on than I probably want to be um, at eight, but like I don't know. I, I think they're a little bit behind the depth that like Miami and Kansas City and I think New Orleans has. Uh, Bailey says I think the Bears are better than the Panthers duo, but everything is within the correct spot. I would have the Colts higher, but that's the biggest disagreement I have. Uh, Tate says Ravens for real should go up. Smith is great. Queen looks good, and Simpson is great depth potential. Again, we 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 view Trenton Simpson as a net neutral for this conversation, but you certainly think if Trenton Simpson can pan out to the pro to the scouting report, this is a group that's going to be moving up this board very very quickly. Um, people love the tier structure as well. Um, I think you'd have to watch every game from the Colts to know it's deeper than you'd think. I mean, hell, do you, you obviously understand that I can't watch every single game of every single team. And so I have to kind of do this based off of a 30,000 foot view at times with limited information. So people love the tiers. People love the teams that are in the tiers. There are some, some, some potential complaints to move Indy and Baltimore up. Now I would ask the question to the chat, which teams do we want to move down? I mean, I can obviously move the Ravens up one spot in front of the Packers and move them up to nine, but then you start to then we have them in separate tiers. So then we would have to decide that the Colts and the Ravens would need to move into another tier and teams would need to move out. And the teams we would be debating, I think, are the Saints, Chiefs, and Dolphins because I think the Bears, I have them at number four, the Bears are really close to being in that top tier. The, re the thing that gives me pause about moving them into the top tier is Edwards and Edmonds are players that they just signed in free agency and they gave a lot of money to, right? I haven't seen it work together yet. And so that's the that would be the warning sign that I would have. Talent-wise, they got two really good players. They spent a lot of money, and normally that's not a position you spend a lot of money on. And so my concern would be is going into this season is we have not seen these two guys play together. And so that's really 
the thing that gives me pause of moving them into the top tier. But we could move them into the top tier if there's enough movement in the chat on that. But that, just so you guys understand my thought process, that is what stopped me from making that top tier four teams deep. That was the thing that gave me pause. Um, Phillips says, the Panthers have a pretty limited linebacker depth. They're a good candidate to get bumped down. Tate says, I'm a Chiefs fan, and I love my group, but the Ravens should be right above us. Taylor B says, I wouldn't change the rankings, but the Bears could be in that top tier. Healthy, I think I'd take Shaq Leonard, Zaire, and EJ Speed above Miami and New Orleans, but it's not a big deal. Give me one top-tier unit. You know what, Bailey? I'll, I'll give you a top-tier unit. You got a top-tier unit. The Chicago Bears are moving into the top tier. They're staying at four, though, but they're moving into the top tier. There you go, Bailey. They, they, they are, they're in there. Um, I, I think I think the Carolina and the Bears are close, um, and, and you would be betting on Edwards and Edmonds coming in and, and gelling and it working right away. That would be, be what you would be betting on, and if you wanted to personally put the Bears above the Panthers because of that fact, then I'm good with that. Um, but for me personally, I want to see it a little bit more. I want to see them play as a group, um, and so I put them at four. And, and, and I, th I think we'd be splitting hairs, but if you want to put them at three, I would totally understand. So now we, 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 had, a, we had a motion from a, um, a fan base of a team that's currently on this list to move themselves down. Very rare that we have that. But we have a Chiefs fan in the chat saying, move me down, move my team down a little bit. And I think this is where we can maybe maybe move the Indianapolis Colts up. So let me, let me gel these tiers together. And now we have the Saints, Chiefs, Dolphins, Colts, Packers, and Ravens. I love to move the Ravens up. A big fan of Patrick Queen. I'm a Patrick Queen stan. I love I, I love him. I thought he had the best year of his career last year. It was really good. I'm going to move them in front of Green Bay. I think Green Bay's got a top 10 group. I think they need to be um, in, the, in the top 10. So I'd love to move the Ravens up. So we've got the Colts and the Ravens at 8 and 9. Miami, Baker, and Long. we got some older players. Man, I like Leonard, Franklin, and Speed more than I like um, the Dolphins. So we're going to move the Colts up to 7. We have the Ravens at 9. I like this group. I like this tier. I think we're, we're going to gel two tiers together and just have it be two tiers inside the top 10, one through four, and then five through 10. And then the way it would pan out here is you got the Saints five, the Chiefs six, the Colts seven, the Dolphins eight, the Ravens nine, the Packers 10. And I think we could make an argument to move, to flip the Ravens and Dolphins and have the Colts seven and the and the Ravens eight, um, and then have the Dolphins nine. And I think that's what we're going to do. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to allow the Patrick Queen bias. I put them a little bit lower because I was afraid of the, of my Patrick Queen bias um of how much i love him as a player but i'm gonna move them up and i think that's as high as i feel comfortable moving um those teams so i have the colts at seven the ravens at eight and our top 10 is the saints the chiefs the colts the ravens the dolphins and the packers and we're gonna lock in the top 10 because i have not seen any sort of inclination that there's a team that we're missing here uh inside uh the top 10 so here's what we have in the next tier it's 11 through 13 it is a small three-team tier it is the cincinnati Bengals at 11 it is the jacksonville jaguars at 12 and it is the Denver Broncos at 13. It is a very small tier, 11 through 13. And then we get into the trouble spot. The next tier, after 11 through 13, spans 14 through 24. And I will read you all of these teams, and then we can have all of our conversations. We've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 14. We have the Houston Texans at 15. We have the Arizona Cardinals at 16. We have the Patriots at 17. We have the Bills at 18. We have the Chargers at 19. We have the Browns at 20, the Lions at 21, the Vikings at 22, the Steelers 23, and the Cowboys 24. Teams that I think we could have conversations about moving up would be the Chargers and the Lions. Teams that we could have conversations about moving down to me would be the Patriots and maybe the Cardinals. Maybe. But I I, I like Simmons and, and they added Kaiser White in free agency. So I, I, I like the, the top end of that group. 
So that is those are the next two tiers, and that gets us from 11 to 24. But teams that I have kind of earmarked after doing this that I would listen to and maybe potentially want to move up would be the Chargers, who I have at 19, and the Lions at 21. Simmons is playing DB this year. Are they moving him again? Because then they're gonna move. They're they're gonna if if he is playing DB this year, then we're moving then we're moving them down. They're moving them all over the place. Isaiah Simmons confirms he will be working with the defensive backs moving forward. You know what, Cardinals? I'm so I'm sorry, Colton. I tried, but we're moving them down. Because if Simmons is going to be a defensive back, this group not very good. Cardinals are moving down. He, then they're then their Cardinals are, are coming way down. They, they, I mean, they got to come into like this tier with the Giants. Then they're, they they got to come way down. I'm sorry, I hate to do it, but they're 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 going to be in that tier in the in the next tier, and then we'll we'll reevaluate them when we get there. Anything else that we so I arbitrarily got the Chargers and the Lions up a spot. The Chargers are up to 18. The Lions are up to 19. I'm surprised no one has uh, slandered um, uh, me having the Texans as a top 16 group. But I, I feel like the veteran leadership of Kirksey Perryman are, are, are good enough to have them be in this tier. And I feel pretty comfortable with it. Um, anything, anything egregious here, chat? Anything egregious that we want to discuss? Again, I think teams that I would like to move up would be the Chargers and the Lions. I love Kendricks and Murray. And me again, Dayon Henley, we treat as a net neutral, but I think anyone who's a longtime listener of this show and a longtime follower of the things that I have said about the 2023 draft class, they know how much I love Dayon Henley in the draft process. So there's some bias there, but he is a net neutral for this. And I think if he pans out the way I think he will, then this group will go much higher by, the, by season's end. But I think as of this moment, it's just Kendricks and Murray that you'd be betting on. And so I'd like to move them up a little bit. I'd also love to move the Lions up a little bit. But I don't know really where their ceilings are. And then New England, they have some guys, um, but they're a team that I, I think that we could consider moving down. So those would be the three teams in this tier that I would really, really have um, debates about if we wanted to. Um, I didn't hear any criticisms with 11 through 13. Um, so I'll lock them in tentatively, but if we want to have a debate, we can. Uh, depth should be a small positive when the rookie is not asked to start. If we aren't counting Jack Campbell as a plus, I don't think the Lions can go any higher. And Bailey, we can't, right? Um, to be intellectually consistent, I think to be in the spirit of this list, we have to view him as a net neutral. Um, and so I think if if we were if we were playing in this world where we were counting in what we think rookies could be, I think the Lions shoot up this list because of Jack Campbell. But they've got Anzalone, they've got Rodriguez, and then you're betting on Campbell to kind of be the third. And so for me, this is where I slotted them in. But like looking at it, I feel good about the group, and so I kind of wanted them to be higher. Tuttle says many of these lower teams have promising but unproven young talent. I mean, you're going to see that. I mean, that's what Dallas has. Um, you know, at 23, I feel I feel the same about. Um, but yeah, this this chunk in particular, 14 through 23, it, it's just it, it's a it's a just a smorgasbord. Like there's just people, there's just players all over the place, and so this is the kind of the way it, it fell out for me. Um, and we'll lock it in. 14 through, it's now 23 after moving the Cardinals uh, down. Here's the bottom tier of this group, 24 through 32. We've got the New York Giants at 24. We've got the Arizona Cardinals at 25 after our the movement that we had there. The New York Jets at 26. The Washington Commanders at 27. The Atlanta Falcons at 28. The Philadelphia Eagles at 29. The Tennessee Titans at 30. The Las Vegas Raiders at 31. And the Los Angeles Rams at 32. And I will, on behalf of the chat, lock in the, Ra the Raiders at 31. 
and the Rams at 32. We are not moving any of those teams. Uh, the depth charts for those groups are not very good. Um, Tennessee, we might move up a couple of spots. Um, but that would probably be it for this group. I'm so low on this Jets group. Healthy, I prophesized I am a visionary. Yeah, Healthy, I didn't like this group, man. I'm sorry. I, I, I did not like the group. It's probably the weak link so far of what we've done with the Philadelphia Eagles. Taylor B, I'm okay with where Jacksonville is. Foyer is solid, and Lloyd and Muma have shown flashes. Yeah, and I think they've they've got some upside guys, and they're not betting on um, you know any really major rookie contributors. They're betting on some year two guys, right? And so that allows them to kind of fit into this 11 through 13 tier. Yeah, Heldy, it's rough. It's it's the group that I hated the most so far. Um, yeah, I mean they're letting young guys play. I think that would be the that would be the fair um, benefit to to where they're ranked is that there's some high ceiling um, for them to move up. But okay, 24 through 30 is what we're debating now. The the Giants uh, at 24, the Cardinals at 25, the Jets at uh, 26, the Commanders at 27, the Falcons at 28, the Eagles 29, the Titans 30. Bailey, has Quincy Williams not been a standout recently, Chris, for the Jets? I don't follow him as closely as other teams, but I've heard, I've heard good things. Um, I like Quincy, right? I, I think Quincy is a very um, energetic player. I think he brings a lot of energy on Sundays. Um, he brings a lot of boom. When he makes a play, you know about it. You hear it. Um, and it's it's... It's impactful. Um, Quincy is very boomer bust for me. When he's making those plays, it's awesome. But then he'll go through a lot of stretches where he's out of position um, and he's not making those plays. I think that's a big question mark. You've got two safety converts in this group in um, Sherwood and Nashler Dean, who are guys that they drafted, who were safeties in college that they're playing at this position. I'm not a fan of CJ Mosley. I know the dude was a pro bowler last year. Didn't play like a pro bowler. Um and so I really don't rate this group very, very highly. I think it's the weakest group on the defense. I think it is the group that, other than I think safety, is the is the group that gives me the most concern on defense um, for the New York Jets. And so I don't love the group very much. Quincy's the guy with the highest upside. Um, CJ's going to be your veteran leader, but I don't love the group. I think it's the weak link, and I'm surprised they didn't address it more um, in the draft. And they lost Quan Alexander. They could potentially bring him back, but Quan Alexander was a part of this group a year ago, and he was the guy that I thought had the biggest impact. Um, and if they're able to bring him back, they might move up a couple of spots. They'll probably move into that next tier that we did. Um, but for me, I'm kind of out on this group. Taylor B, my Tennessee number one pick agenda goes stronger. They're just not very good. I think if you were going to move them, you can move them like one or two spots. I think they could go to like 28 on this list. Um, and that would be like splitting hairs. I think me having them at 30, somebody else having them at 28 would be splitting hairs. Um, but yeah, it's, they're not very good. They're not very good at all. Um, so all right, we'll lock it in. I, I will share it on the big screen. For everybody to see, they can see the tiers one last time, and we can um, we can kind of close up shop here. A very, very, I, you know, I, part of me thought going in we were going to have a ton of debate on this group, but I'm not surprised that we didn't because it's a group that's, it's a position in football that I just don't think is as valued as it was um, in recent years. So, all right, let me get the, the big board set up. Simmons isn't just working with he's moving positions. That's why we had to move him. That's why we had to move him off the off the board. All right, let me get to the full screen for you guys. Let's hope it loads. So here you guys go. Here's the full screen for those watching on YouTube, those in the podcast audience. You're going to want to head over to the YouTube side of things so you can see these lists um, in full form. Here's our top tier, San Francisco 1, Seattle 2, Carolina 3, Chicago 4. Our next tier inside the top 10, Saints 5, Chiefs 6, Colts 7, Ravens 8, Dolphins 9, Packers 10. Uh, our next tier, Bengals 11, Jags 12, uh, Broncos 13. And then this next big conglomerate of teams, Bucks 14, Texans 15, 
Patriots 16, Bills 17, Chargers 18, Browns 19, Lions 20, Vikings 21, Steelers 22, Cowboys 23. I'd like to kind of get this Vikings group up a little bit more, but I'm not. I think it'd be splitting hairs. And then the last tier, the Giants 24, Cardinals 25, uh, the Jets 26, the Commanders 27, Falcons 28, um, Eagles 29, Titans 30, Raiders 31, Rams 32. I like I like Andrew, Troy Anderson quite a bit as a player uh, there in Atlanta, but not a great room. Uh, Taylor B says, short, easy show since yesterday went crazy. That's fair. We kind of had to balance it out in comparison. Yeah, Janelle, that, that did go pretty smoothly. I, I am I am actually pleasantly surprised uh, of how smooth it went, but it was fun. Um, it, again, if you if you told me ahead of time which, which list would take the shortest, I think this is... Um, this is one of those lists that would take the shortest. Uh, Colton, uh, what about Zayvon Collins? Are you listing him at, at edge? Yeah, that's where I have him um, for, for that group. Uh, Taylor B, is Levante David enough to give Tampa a bump? Levante David's very good. I mean, okay, we could do this. Would this make everybody feel better? Let me go back to this screen for you guys. I did this. I moved, I moved tiers on him. I moved him from, from down, being down here. I put him up here into this other tier. Do you want to have them flip with Denver? I still think they're behind Jacksonville. I think you'd be flipping one, maybe two spots. I, I, yeah, I think, I think if, you, if you want to give David the bump and say it allows them to be in this tier, I think that's what we would do. Um, Devin White is, uh, he's a rough player. Um, and I think what Levante gives you, I think Devin at times can kind of take away. So I think moving them into this tier is fine, but I think moving them inside this tier would be, would be a little rough. So I, yeah, I think that's more, more unfair, uh, with, with Levante. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised at how smooth this list went. Cause I think if, if you ask me ahead of time, um, this is the list that I think doesn't have as much of an impact on a regular basis in the national football league. Heldy says linebackers are so weird to talk about because only like 10 of them matter. Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of the way. Um, it pans out. But all right, for those of you listening in the, the podcast feed, we appreciate it. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. We've got more of these coming. Just a couple more positional rankings um, positional rankings to go. we got corners coming up on Friday show. And we got safeties at the beginning of next week. We're also going to do coaching. Um, and then uh, that'll do it for the positional ranking series. I do have a surprise um, for the post-show audience, which is why if you're listening in the podcast feed, you should join us over on the YouTube side of things Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are live on the Draft Network YouTube channel, the pre-show, the recording of the TDN Daily Podcast, and then the post-show. And I've got a surprise for the post-show audience here today that I think they're all going to enjoy, and I think you would enjoy as well. So you can join us live, or you can catch the VODs uh, underneath the live tab on the Draft Network YouTube channel. So I appreciate everybody making this show a part of their day. I hope everybody has a great rest of their Wednesday. We'll talk to you all tomorrow.